0: Hey, everyone. This is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you enjoy the Bumps and Thumps podcast. In order to continue to get the guests on and improve our podcast, we need support from listeners like you. That financial support helps us continue to do the podcast and get guests on that we normally would not be able to get on the show. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Dot ferguson f-e-r-g-u-s-o-n and the number three after and click on the support button. There will be options there for you to make a monthly contribution. With your contribution, we can continue to conduct the podcast and ask more well-known wrestlers from the past and present that require financial compensation to be on the podcast. Again, please go to anchor.fm forward slash brian b-r-i-a-n dot ferguson f-e-r-g-u SON in the number three and click on the support button. Thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for your support.
1: Smoke is the saddle, i ain't settling it all. Pedal to the metal, representing Thank
0: you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm your host, Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a well-known in the independent circuit, including the NWA, Ring of Honor, and Full Impact Pro. He has held many single, and tag team titles throughout his career, including the NWA Wildside Junior Heavyweight Championship and the Ring of Honor tag team titles, just to name a few. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce and welcome Mr. Sal Renaro. Sal, thank you, sir, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on Bumps and Thumps.
1: Oh, no, thank you for having me. I'm uh, very excited about getting to do this. Uh, You did forget one thing in the intro, though. I am... The only two-time back-to-back rookie of the year in pro wrestling history. So, got okay. <laughs> it.
0: I didn't find that. So, thank you for letting us know. I, I <laughs> maybe it, overlooked it.
1: And it only took me three years to win my first rookie of the year. So, I mean,
0: <laughs> Better late than never, right?
1: Exactly, right? Anybody can win rookie of the year their first year. It takes a real pro to put it <laughs> off three years.
0: <laughs> well. Well, great. Well, thank you again. I know it's kind of late, uh, and I appreciate your time. I know you got a busy schedule. You've got a, uh, this weekend, uh, you've got the Fatal 4-Way. We'll talk about that uh, when yes, our shadows yes. fall. NWA pay-per-view coming up on Fight. Yes. So we'll get into that a little bit, but first, I'd like to get up. How, growing up, uh, from what, I, what I've read is you grew up in California. Yep,
1: sunny okay. California.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, can you just kind of – go about how you how you grew up uh area your family uh any school yeah so in? i uh
1: i i grew up basically in the orange county area but like we i moved around a lot like my uh actually it's funny uh I, oh i don't know if funny's the word but my home life wasn't the best um i, I my father wasn't really around and you know my mother kind of was in and out mm-hmm. as well so uh I've kind of been on my own since basically about five. I've been, like, so like, uh, my I was basically raised by pro wrestling. Like that was my go-to. Okay. So like, when uh, yeah, I, you know, and knowing what I know now, it was different. But in California, superstars of wrestling came on at noon on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, you know, this is the ages before we had cable and all that stuff. And that's what, like, as long as I can make it to noon on Saturday, that's all that mattered to me. You know, like, I watched the cartoons and stuff, obviously, yeah. as a kid. But noon on Saturday on Fox was Superstars of Wrestling. And that's as long as I can make it to that, like, you know. And that's basically how I was raised. You know, Hulk Hogan said vitamins prayers you know yes sir all right got it (laughs) holster so but yeah i i i I moved around a lot uh i spent a lot of time in the the redlands and san bernardino and highland area uh but you know i it's as far back as i can remember uh it was pro wrestling for me it was you know that was, that was kind of my, and I tell people I'm either very fortunate or I'm just too stupid to find another passion. No. Uh, it's one or the other, but I just, I, as a kid, I, I remember very distinctly in third grade, uh, Ms. Bradbury had gone around the room and said, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, I'm going to be a dentist. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a dinosaur. I'm going to be a wrestler, you know, and I remember her, When I said I was going to be a wrestler, she was kind of like, you know, the kid that wants to be a dinosaur has a better shot. I got it. it Miss Bradbury, Uh, suffice to say, I don't think little Timmy or whatever his name was grew up to be a velociraptor. So got her.
0: (laughs) You got her. Yes. That's, that's, that's that's very interesting. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, I loved pro wrestling too. And a lot of my friends kind of laughed at me, especially when I got to be a teenager, you know, they yeah. would kind of ridicule me about it and stuff. And then I get, uh, when I'm an adult, and I go to the smaller shows, like the independent circuit shows, I got a few times, oh, you don't look like the wrestling fan type. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how to take that. I was, what do you mean? You know, uh, I guess I just don't have, I don't know, the look. Uh, for, I'm not sure how to take that, but uh, I enjoy it. And and you know, I've started watching you about a year ago, actually, when you were started in uh, when you were on NWA Power prior yeah. to the pandemic. You had a little storyline with uh, with uh, May Valentine. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And how did that come about? How did that even that storyline just kind of come about?
1: So, uh, and you know, we're, we're fast forwarding a lot because there was a lot before that.
0: Yeah, we'll get back to the other stuff. I just kind of, since it's gotten no, no, kind of brought so into it,
1: it. It's funny because uh, I don't know if you know this. I was the very first match in NWA Power history. I did uh, not know that. Very, very first match, very first show is me and a guy named Billy Buck versus the Dawsons. Mm. And Billy Buck only did that one show. The Dawsons are no longer with us. So, like, I like to joke around and say, I'm, you know, I basically built this company on my back. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But I was, when I was booked, and we'll, we'll, that's a fun story in itself. But when I was, when I got there, I was, it was X and Y versus Dawson's. You know, I was, I didn't even have a name on the card. I was just the guy there. And, uh, and I, so and I kind of knew my role. I, You know, I've danced that dance before. Mm-hmm. So uh, fast forward a little bit to the next set of tapings. And I was talking with Caleb Conley, who was who was with us at the time. Mm-hmm. I've known Caleb since probably his third match. And I mean, we just, we go way back and we're, we're in the hallway chatting it up and catching up. And here comes Billy Corgan walking down the hallway. And he's kind of focused on where we're standing. So as he gets closer, I realize, oh, he's walking towards us. So I take a step back because I assume he's coming to talk to Caleb because superstars are talking to superstars. And, yeah. you know, I'm I'm X <laughs> of X and Y face. <laughs> and uh, he stops and does an about face, looks right at me, and he goes, hey, Sal, uh, you got a minute? And, like, my brain stops working for a minute because I'm like, well, Billy Corgan knows my name. Like, what, what's happening here? So like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can fit you in my schedule what you got. He goes, hey, I just really want to let you know, like, uh, I, I, I'm a fan of your stuff, or, you know, I appreciate what you do, and uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to do some character stuff with you going forward. Yeah, 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 Billy Corgan. I think that's, I think that's something I'd be interested in allowing you to do, please. And so he kind of lays out the story about um, and the whole May Valentine thing was based, on, I guess, on a real situation that he was involved in. And oh he lays out gosh. this story where uh, he was backstage at a concert and he didn't mention names, but another musician walked into his locker room and was like, hey, I'm sick and tired of you hanging out with my girlfriend. I know you've got eyes, but, you know, basically it's, it's, it's wow. Mega Powers exploded." You know, he's got lust in his eyes, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, and, and Billy was like, so I kind of want you to be the me in this situation where you're just trying, you know, you're just this girl's friend. You're just my Valentine's friend, and it drives Royce insane. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can definitely make this happen. So, yeah. uh We had a lot of fun stuff lined up for that, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Can I ask you, was the arm thing real or was that?
1: Oh, no, that's legit. I don't know if you can see. I can see uh, your scar, yeah. Yeah, that's the good side, if I can get. uh, Uh, Yeah. That's uh, that's okay. I
0: can see it good enough. And it's one of
1: those things (laughs) where, uh, so we had pay-per-view and tapings Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. The Wednesday before that, I was booked for NXT. Oh. So, so, the Saturday before all of this, I broke my arm on the 18th. So, you know, NXT's that Wednesday.
0: Yeah. And it
1: was literally I was going to Orlando, doing NXT, coming home Thursday, resting for two days, and then going to pay per view and TV. So, I had one more show, and I told the promoter, like, hey, I got NXT, I got pay-per-view, I got TV tapings. I can't do anything stupid. And he goes, oh, it's, a, it's an easy match. Three minutes in and out, you'll be fine. <laughs> Thank God. And uh, I was teaming with my, one of my best friends. and It was, it was just, uh, I blame myself just because I didn't completely walk. We were doing a double end of days. And the guy hooked under my arm instead of opening up. Nice. And so when we hit, it was his arm, my arm, and his body weight. Oh. And it was one of those, as soon as it hit, my buddy looked at me, because he said, I've never seen you so calm in my life. You looked me in the eye and said, well, I just broke my arm, so I'm going to leave now.
0: And I rolled out of the ring.
1: <laughs> and uh, like, it's all a blur to me. All I remember is being in the aisleway, looking down, going, oh, this is the worst timing ever yeah uh you know and i got i got taken to ER, and they're like yeah you broke you broke both both bones the radius and the, and the the oh gosh whatever i can't remember the names now yeah and so i i had to email everybody that next day you know i emailed nxt and i emailed nwa i was like i know the timing couldn't be any more worse mm-hmm. broke my arm if you can use gosh. me that'd be awesome if you can't i totally understand it and, yeah. and he said hey we you know we can't medically clear you yeah so no i understand i'm an idiot and uh nwa was like no we got something and i was like and i because you know i thought this was the end of the world for me you yeah know? yeah uh i just i mean i right when i was getting to where like mm-hmm. i'm finally gaining momentum uh break my arm and i was just like that's it i'm done yeah. And they said, no, 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 come, we'll have something for you. And I ended up that's the first set of tapings like I really had any kind of shine, you know, like I'm doing commentary with Wade Barrett and I'm starting this angle with Royce and I'm yeah. like, broke my arm years ago.
0: <laughs> that that's that's amazing. I mean, you know, it, and I know that you guys, you know, the companies don't health insurance, that kind of stuff. You you yeah. have to do that all on your own. And that's tough. And when you get hurt, you don't work. Yeah. You go work somewhere else or do something else besides wrestling. And that's the tough part.
1: That's life. Yeah, that's part of the gig, unfortunately.
0: So let me ask you, how did you actually get started as a wrestler? I mean, did you go to a school wrestling school in california
1: or no so i tell people all the time do as i do as i say not as i do because my training i uh like i said before wrestling was it for me like i yes. knew it at a young age mm-hmm. uh you know i i just i just knew like this this was my calling this is what i i had to be a part of wrestling so uh at 13 i was uh i was walking home from school one day and i saw a big poster. Three blocks from my house, there was an indie show running. I said, "Oh, oh my goodness! This is and so this is this is 1996. So I'm I'm 12, going on 13. No, 13 going on 14. I'm sorry, 13 years old at the time. And I see this poster, and I was just like, I mean, it was it was one of those movie scenes where you know it's pitch black except like this this shining light of a <laughs> of a eight, eight by ten poster glowing." And, oh my god so uh you know I made sure I was first one there and they were running at the boys and girls club three blocks from my road and they they were doing it bi-weekly oh, and so you know the first couple shows are just paid and watched and it was just like oh my goodness this is the best and then I would start showing up early and early and earlier and earlier to well the point where you know they were just like they would let me help set up So I got to put up chairs and I got to take tickets and I got to help put up the ring. And then once the ring was out there, like, well, you, if you want, you can, you can get inside the ring. And you know, my little 13, 14 year old brain was just like, Oh my God. Yes. So I'd get in the ring and and wrestle around. And then, you know, guys would kind of want to try out moves, but they didn't want to try them out on the other guys. And I was more than happy to, (laughs) yeah, come up. Powerbomb me, please. (laughs) And, that's kind of how I learned, you know, and yes. I did that for a couple. did that for a couple of years where I got to know some of the guys and stuff, and uh, they would teach me little things here and there, you know. Guys would want to work on chain wrestling. Yeah. Hey, so this is how you tie up. This is how you do a hammer lock. So, like, so they can work on a reversal, things of that nature. Yeah. And uh, you know, plus just, I mean, I was constantly. I mean, you know, this is ninety. This is this is pre-NWO ninety six. But you yeah. know, like. I would be at my video store showing my age. I would be at my video store every Friday, you know, renting everything I could So, like, I kind of had an idea. I didn't know the why's, but I knew the what's. Yeah. So it it didn't take a lot for me to understand like, Oh, that's the trick to that. That's how you do this. That's how, you know, like I kind of already knew some of the stuff, you know, plus, plus my brother and I have a little brother and, uh, we would wrestle around like I, I call it backyard wrestling, but it's not what you would. We thought what backyard wrestling used to be. It's you know became. It yeah. was us. It was us on. We we like made posts. We put woods and wood in the ground, and we got bungee cords. Yeah, and mattresses <laughs> and then we would just like the biggest fight would be over who got to be Sabu and who got to be Shawn Michaels and who got to be Ahmed Johnson, you know, but like, and then we would just do the moves that we saw, but we weren't, you know, not, not, not jumping off roofs and light tubes and all that stuff. We were just emulating the guys we saw on TV. Yeah. Uh, and so like what I learned, I could practice on him. And then, you know, so we, I, it didn't take long. And then one day there was, you know, battle Royal and a short, short locker room. And they said, Hey, <laughs> uh, if we put you under a mask, would you be willing to do this battle Royal? Uh, a billion times. Yes. Uh, and that's, you know, and then I kind of just, I never looked back. Uh, and then in the interim, uh, so by this point, I was kind of, I was already on my own. Like I i was kicked out of my house at 15. I'm sorry. Uh, huh life. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I had uh, my, my grandmother and my grandfather lived out in Georgia mm-hmm. and my grandfather had Parkinson's disease and my grandmother got ill. And so I said, well, Atlanta's not far from making, I'll just move to Georgia and get signed by WCW as any 15 year old, you know, logically would think <laughs> that's what I'm pretty sure at 15, everybody just knows that's the steps right (laughs) so uh, 15 years old i uh you know it's it's such a crazy like hindsight being 2020 just because uh the last weekend i was in california was the fully loaded pay-per-view was in san jose i think then raw was in anaheim so i went to san jose i went to anaheim and then i hit the road to georgia georgia uh so yeah like my last night in california is the night Bart Gunn knocked out Dr. Death. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, oh. I'm there for that, you know? Oh, wow. And, yeah. <laughs> and then I loaded up the truck, and uh, it moved opposite of Beverly.
0: Yeah, you went to – well, that's some, that's pretty – you had an interesting childhood. I'll, I will yeah, say that. Yeah, definitely uh, different. It was yeah, unique.
1: Yeah. And but, like I said, I never had proper schooling at all. I kind of yeah. – I just – uh, I, I was a sponge to this stuff. You know Like yeah. i I yeah. just I loved it. And then once I got my first taste, I knew like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, you messed up. That's it for you. You know? And I, I always make sure like, I, my, my, my whole thing was like, I've got to at least graduate high school. So I got, mm-hmm. I did high school, but even in high school, like I missed my prom. Cause I had a show in the middle of my graduation. My graduation was, uh, was, was, was right at noon oh wow uh, and uh, i'll never forget it because i was like if my graduation runs long i'm gonna have to leave because i got a booking in alabama and sure yes. enough valedictorian won't shut up blah blah blah, <laughs> blah 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 and again showing my age i looked down at my pager and saw the time and i was like well i gotta go and so i just got i didn't walk across the stage because yeah. i was busy walking to my car to get to my Alabama booking, which I probably got, you know, I don't even think I got the hot dog. I just got the handshake,
0: but. (laughs) It was a start, right?
1: Absolutely. And they sent my diploma in the mail. So it's all all well that ends well, right?
0: That's right. That's man. I'll tell you, you've had an interesting adolescent childhood. I will say that. Hey, let's talk about some of your travel experiences. I've talked to some guys, you know, that are older, uh, that when they, back in the day, they drove in the car from uh, Minneapolis to oh,
1: know, yeah. Toronto,
0: Canada. I mean, I'm sure it was kind of similar for you guys because, you know, plane tickets aren't cheap and...
1: Yeah, no, so I uh, I, 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 actually got over with a lot of the boys mm-hmm. because, so like... Uh, I was straight edge before I knew that was a thing. I didn't have a label for it. Like it it wasn't until I met punk that I was like, Oh, that's what that's called. I just Mm -hmm. thought it was me. Like I've never had a drink in my life. I've never smoked. So by proxy, always the DD permanent DD, no, nothing to worry about. If you got Mm -hmm. Sal with you, you can get from a to B and have a good time doing it. So uh, like that, that benefited me to get bookings because guys always were like, hey, let's just throw Sal in the car. Plus, you know, like, I'm 17, 18 years old, so I don't sleep. <laughs> What's yeah. sleep, right? right? So, like, one of my favorite stories uh, as far as travel is I remember very vividly when uh, it was it was me, Jason Cross, uh, and Jimmy Ray. And we did a show for Wildside in Cornelia. The next day, we're all booked for CZW in Philadelphia. So we do the Cornelia show. We pile into the car. I take off thinking, well, I can get, you know, I can get us halfway through, let somebody sleep, and then we'll hot tag out. And they... Or the reality, I just drove the whole way to the ECW arena. <laughs> uh, thir- you know, like a 13-hour trip, do the show, get back in the car drive to Chicago, do our Chicago show. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And I think I maybe slept three hours that whole trip, but I was behind the wheel the whole time. Minus the the three hours of sleep. Uh, Yeah. Only two of those hours I was behind the wheel. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but like that just, that just kind of became routine for me where, I mean, I, uh, I've been in all 48 continental States. Wow. Uh, and I would say, I mean, and it's all, I would say a good 90% of them. I started at home and just started driving and it, you know, yeah, you, you just, you just get in the car and go right. at one point when I first, when my ex-wife and I first got together, mm-hmm. the thought process was let's just get an RV. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, had, we didn't really have anything tying us down. Let's just get an RV and we could travel and, you know, live in, in state parks and stuff. I thought that'd be really cool. Uh, but then she got pregnant. And I said, I don't want to raise a kid like that. So that yeah. kind of, that scaled it back. But I mean, I, uh, the, I, the first time I got flown to wrestle, I think was 05. I had my first match in '98, so we're talking seven years yeah. of of sitting behind a steering wheel, go going. On, Ray, go. And yeah. like I said, I'm I'm DD, so I mean, yeah. it was it was a lot of wheel time for yeah. me. Uh, yeah, but it it, 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 yeah. it was part of the business. It was just part of the deal for me, you know. I it, I didn't mind, you know. Yeah. I, I was getting paid to see the world. Yeah. I can think of worse gigs.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. I, I want to say I, I, kudos to you because there's not too many people, What you told me earlier about not ever having a drink or smoking or anything. that Especially in that environment because yeah. there's a lot of wrestlers that like to have some drinks after the show or whatever and smoke or whatever. And so I give you kudos yeah, for that.
1: And my thing has always been like, I don't care. Like, if that's your thing, cool. It, you know, like, go, go, you know, be married. It, 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 I, and I think it's just part of the. I've been on my own mm-hmm. for so long that I kind of like you, you're in good hands with me. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of you. You know, yeah. I, I know I know how to take care of the, uh, of other people. I can take care of myself. Right. Let's ha- let's have a good time. I yeah. can be responsible you know, you know, as long yeah. as no, no, yeah. it's just, it's just. but like I said, that, that it, I didn't do, you know, like I wasn't that way so I can get bookings. It right. just worked out. But like yeah. people, people were like, Oh yeah. You know, Sal's reliable. We mm-hmm. don't, we don't, that's not a headache. That's not a concern we have with Sal. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it helped out a lot, but it, it, it was really, one had nothing to do with the other. It's yeah. just it was it was what it was.
0: No, I mean that's just fantastic. You don't find too many people like that that are in the wrestling business that can't don't have something. Yeah. So, so I give well, you, you those.
1: This, this is my something behind me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, chemistry with other wrestlers. Who did in your mind? Do you feel you had the have? had the most chemistry within the ring
1: uh, so, or so, there's quite a few actually uh, right, right off the top of my head number one would be Jimmy raves uh, okay. who Jimmy Jimmy Rave was my best friend uh, he was he was the best man at my wedding uh, you yeah, know we, we traveled the roads I mean, like he's really he'll never take credit for it, but I really think he's the one that helped get me into ring of honor. Okay. Uh, but he's one of those guys that we instantly clicked. I mean, it's just one of those things that we had an unspoken bond of even, you know, we both came up in Wildside. Mm-hmm. And when we first started in Wildside, it was still a WCW developmental. Okay. And on top of that, you know, so you had guys like like Bob Sapp and Jindrak and O'Hare and Palumbo and I mean, all the WCW power plant guys. That you know were with us Mm -hmm. on top of you know AJ Styles. That's where AJ started. Oh, okay. So we had all the we had a mix of these names, and plus, like, so they would send guys down. So like the three counts, the Young Dragons. It was just it was a hotbed of indie, yeah, uh, of indie names, and so those guys were on top. Then right underneath them, you had like Air Paris and AJ Styles. Uh, and basically, the the uh, uh, abyss, and I mean just like all the all the non WWE names that were in TNA when it started, right. were, were, were basically basically Wildside products. Oh, and okay. then underneath that is me and Jimmy. And so, like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, we either keep up with these guys, or we don't get booked. Yeah. So you know, we kind of you know, we were really good about pushing ourselves to mm-hmm. keep up. Yeah. You know, and it was it, it, most of the time it was unspoken. It was just kind of like, "Hey, let's get your working boots on tonight's the night." Yeah, and, you know, we'd get out there and go. So, yeah. uh Jimmy's number one. Jimmy would. Jimmy's right up at the top of my list uh as far as guys that I've really just clicked with instantly. Yeah. Um, Colt Cabana is another one where we both have similar senses of humor. We kind of view pro wrestling the same yeah. way. Yeah. So. uh it's not hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it becomes a, a can you top this of insanity as opposed to like, I don't know what to do. It's, you know, idea after idea after idea after idea. Right. Uh, I will say recently, um, uh, I, I've, I've got to work with, uh, with uh, Damien Sandow, Aaron Stevens. I've got yeah. to work with him three or four times at uh, in NWA and uh,
0: you know, it's one of
1: those things like the first time we worked was like the first time we met, you know? So like,
0: there's,
1: there's that weird like, Hey, nice to meet you. You're here for a reason. So I trust you, but I don't know you that well. So I don't want to go too. But he, you know, he would spit out an idea and I'd be like, well, what if we do this? And I could see as I'm like, well, what about this? And he's like, oh, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay, this guy gets it. And our first match was only like three minutes long. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the back, he was just over the moon with it. He, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know I, mean? I was just doing my job, you know. My, yeah. my, my whole mantra has always been, I, I, I know I can get myself over. I don't have to win matches to get over. Mm-hmm. I can get myself over. I just want the match to get over it. If the match is over, then my opponent's over and I'm over. Yeah. And so w- when we went out there and did our little match, you know, and like it was a submission deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're in GPB Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. And he was like, Do you do a submission? And I was like, Not really, but we're in Atlanta. It's the NWA. Tonight I go for a figure four. I, that's the only, like, what else, <laughs> what else would I do? And he was like, Yes, that's exactly what your submission is, you know. Uh, and but and since then we've worked three or four times, and he yeah. it's, it's 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 a night off, you know. I mean, yeah. he just and it's funny because every time we work together, he's always he's always trying to go out of his way to give me more stuff. Well, that's you good. Know? And and every time it doesn't fit the story, yeah. And he's like, "I'm going." To, I swear, I'm going to give it to you. I'm like, "Buddy, it's <laughs> yeah." Thank you. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I appreciate it, my son. I'm over with I'm over with my 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 son because I'm yep. wrestling you. That's all I need. That's the validation I need. So yeah. we're good. We're good. Yeah,
0: that's that's you know uh, speaking to him. You know when he was in WWE, I I felt bad for him because I felt like he was kind of getting the the shaft. Yeah, kind of being the the shadow of the Miz thing. It was funny for a couple, but you know I just. Didn't think they were using him right, and when he came uh, to the NWA, and he's in TNA for a while, but then he came to the NWA, and I really think that uh, they brought what he is out of him in that organization, as far as his humor, because he is yes. funny. He's yes. very funny, but that's that. I think that's his personality, and yes, and and. and and same with you, you know, I, I really didn't know you that much uh, until I started watching you in the NWA and I went back and started watching some of your matches on YouTube and you know, you, you have progressed tremendously. I will say that oh, and, yeah. and, and, but you know, who you are is what you always were in those organizations.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that, that's always been the key to me. I mean, like my, my real name's I, Yeah. you know, like there's not a lot of Sauronaros out there. So, you know, why, why come up with a funny name when I can remember this one. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've always, I've always believed that, you know, if you don't believe in the character, yeah. it's not going to work. So and I'm, you've
0: seen that a thousand times on TV. Yeah. Look at Stone Cold.
1: Exactly. He was
0: some other guy before. That was it. And uh, there's other characters and, and yeah, so, I mean, the NWA to me, I mean, when I started watching it, I even went to NWA 70 in Nashville, uh, back in 2018. My wife and I went there, met, you know, went around the tables, met those guys. I mean, true professionals and, uh, great show I thought. And, and so I've always been impressed with the quality and in fact i'll give you a quick story then we'll come back i was sitting in the corner uh where they were broadcasting or the timekeeper wasn't all that and billy corgan had come over to the corner there and uh he was watching the match for a minute he turned over we said hello for a minute he actually talked to me for like two or three minutes i couldn't believe it. i'm like very cool billy corgan smashing pumpkins owner of the nwa is talking to me uh You know, I had Magnum TA's son sitting next to me, and uh, Kurt or Karen Angles or Karen Jarrett, excuse me, son and daughter sitting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a who's who. Jeff Jarrett was there, and it was.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed it, but you know, the NWA has put out a great product, and um, yeah, I'm just excited about them. I'm I'm glad they're coming back now after this pandemic, and.
1: (sighs) You it's me, coming don't. back
0: slowly but surely, but you know it, it's coming. Yes. I know you guys lost some talent, unfortunately, to other organizations or what have you, and but I guess that's just the nature of the business.
1: Yeah, that's the nature of the beast, and I I kind of assumed, you know, going into it when when we when our first show aired, mm-hmm. and one of the first things I saw is The Rock tweets about NWA Power. Yeah, I said. I said some of these guys aren't long for this show just because there's, there's too much buzz about it that there's, you know, deeper pockets elsewhere. And I mean, they, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to hold a grudge about that. Hey, please go, go get paid. If you can get paid, yeah. buddy, knock yeah. yourself out. I'm not, you know, you're not hurting my feelings.
0: Right. I You know, you said you go into NXT taping and, and doing that. I don't know what I've seen and maybe, Maybe I'm wrong. I've seen some guys that were superstars in TNA, NWA. They go to NXT and WWE and they're stuck there. Yeah. They're in this never-ending circle for three or four years. I'll give you Eric Young.
1: Yeah. He was there
0: for four years. And he was a former world champion and he's just stuck in NXT. I mean, I've only seen a couple, three guys that I could think off the top of my head that got out of there. Robert Rude, yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre, and well, I don't even think AJ went up, was ever down. No, there. AJ, no, AJ
1: went straight. But to, okay,
0: I was but I'm okay. I named two, but I mean,
1: yeah, no, and it's 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 real funny. You know, that's one of the things I I I've got a guy at the gym uh, that I go to that uh, he stops me. He, I, I I wore a wrestling shirt there one day and I became his wrestling friend. You know, he'll stop me every day and talk about <laughs> wrestling. And uh, he's very, he you know, he's just like, I don't understand, you know, how you can have a guy like Shinsuke Nakamura who is the guy in New Japan mm-hmm. and they can't figure out what to do with him. are yeah. I mean, you're, you're asking the wrong guy because I've got tons of, my my son, uh, my, I've got two boys. My eldest son has nothing to do with wrestling. He's just, yeah. He, he does, it's not for him. And that's cool. You know, I still yeah. love him. My youngest, my youngest son is little me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and you know, like, so like he'll, he, he's got his own, he's got all the figures and he books yeah. his fed and he'll come and tell me the angles that he's doing. And, you know, uh, he, you know, like, you know, like Shinsuke Nakamura is this champion. And, yeah. Like, I, I'm always like, uh, just. To spin off, I love watching wrest. Like, I quit watching wrestling through my eyes a while ago.
0: Yeah. Because I know what I like,
1: I know what I don't like. You know, i I'm, mm-hmm. kind of, I'm kind of set my ways, and I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. I just know what I like. Plus, uh, I'm going to watch either way. They've got my money. <laughs> like they're going to get my money. I don't yeah. care. They don't yeah. care. It's okay. Yeah. Hey, we're friends. But I like to watch it through his eyes because that's the demographic they're going after. Yeah. So I like to see what hits and what doesn't hit. So like yeah. I never try to plant seeds and go, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like this. I like to get his feedback first. Right.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome that, you know, uh, I'll tell you, none of my boys were, after they reached about the age of ten, yeah, they they were over it. Uh, in fact, it broke my heart one day. A quick story: son was about. Uh, he's probably he's a little bit older. One of the boys uh, had his room all decorated in it. You know, he even had a cage hanging from the ceiling of his room, a little okay. mini cage over a ring. And he comes out one day. he Goes, Dad. Um, I'm getting too old for this and I got a lot of friends going to start coming over here and we need to take this down. I was like, you're kidding, right? He goes, no, I'm not kidding. So I took it down. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a moment, but
1: uh, it was, it was,
0: was, but you know, I love it. I still love it. Uh, I don't watch it. uh, As far as like WWE, I watch it sometimes just, I don't know. I'm just, some of the stuff that's going on with him right now, I'm not, I don't really care for it. Uh, AEW, I try to watch. Um, you know, the thing you know, you don't know quote Cabana real well and yes. I, I don't understand his why he's in the dark order. I, I don't know if you talk to him and you ask him, I mean, I, I, I thought, okay, he's going to be a bad guy. He's going to go in and kick some butts and maybe they'll get the tag team titles, but I just it's one of those guys I don't think they're using like they should be.
1: I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, and I, I'm super partial to Colt. Just, I mean, Colt's one of those guys. I, I love Colt. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, it's funny because, like, I've got a lot of friends, you know, in all the companies. Uh, mm-hmm. And the last thing I really ever talk to them about is wrestling.
0: <laughs> there you go all right
1: yeah, i think i think they hear enough about it uh yeah. you know we'll i'll bring up the job every once in a while but like seth rollins and i i've known i've known him forever and we talk football constantly yeah you know but we like every once in a while we're like hey man that's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but like most of the time, it's family stuff or yeah. it's, it's it's football. You don't want to I talk be-
0: shop all the time. I yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Ironically, so like Xavier Woods, uh, I helped train. He's one of mine. Oh wow, that's
0: interesting. I didn't know that. And yeah, yeah, he's.
1: I mean, uh, my 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 kids call him Uncle Austin. I mean, <laughs> they, you know, he's he's extended family. That's great. Uh, But, like, I just talked to him – I just talked to him today about wrestling because he and Kofi debuted new Power Ranger gear on TV last night. Ah, okay. And they both lost. And I was like, hey, man. (laughs) Power Rangers don't lose, (laughs) do they? I was like, dude, dude, what are you doing wearing that gear and losing? That's your go-over gear. You can't (laughs) – when that gear's on, you don't lose matches. And he was like, but I look so good in it. I was like, I'm not (laughs) – I'm not arguing I'm just telling you don't lose in that year. Right. and I said and of course you know when as soon as as soon as Woods came out last night he's got this he's the Green Ranger he's got the full boogie and my son looks at me and goes well I'm gonna have to get that figure <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I know
0: right you gotta go find that now right
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, give him a couple months I'm pretty sure it'll be out
0: yeah Hey, uh, you, you kind of went up on it a little bit working with up and coming talent. Now, obviously, you know a lot of people. Uh, what has been your experience with working with? I mean, you've been in the business a while now, obviously. Uh, yeah, since ninety eight. You said, yeah, over twenty years. Yeah, and congratulations for that, by the way, because that's a know, long time.
1: It's funny. In January, I was on my way up to a show, and I, you know, I, I was by myself, kind of just driving along, and it hit me. I was like, oh no my wrestling career is old enough to drink now. <laughs> what, what happened? This, I, I, I yeah. swear I just started a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. uh, so I is you know, circling back to punk. So punk is one of the first guy you know, like, I, I worked a lot with punk right before he went to WWE. Okay. Uh, uh he was you know he, he, he had already signed his deal he was gone we knew he was gone mm. and uh, for whatever reason he took a liking to me so we did a lot of stuff together okay. and uh, he was always so giving. I mean yeah. you know just I would you know I, I could I could text him you know at 3 am and I'd have a response when I woke up. I mean he, you know and he didn't have to again he's, he's gone. He's, he's going to make his millions. You know, I'm just, I'm just a guy on the way out the door. Yeah. Punk was always so good. And one of the last conversations we had before he was completely gone, I said, Hey man, uh, how can I repay you? You know, like, I, I really appreciate everything you've done for me. When you do, especially when you didn't have to, when you're you, you know, this, this is the first Summer of Punk. This is the Ring of Honor Summer of Punk when he's the hottest name on the indies. And, uh, you know, he's he's taking time out to give me little pointers and, you know, things of that nature. I said, well, how can, how, what, what can I, you know, can I, what, what can I do? And he said, just pay it forward. That's how you go and pay me. Pay it forward. When, yeah. you know, when somebody, when somebody asks you for advice, give it to them. Yeah. And that's always, that's always stuck with me, you know, like there's, it's so like, I'm real big on that, you know, like, so, uh, cause I, I know like, you know, me personally, if it weren't for people going out of their way to teach me, I'd never know. You know, I, I you know, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to rub elbows with, I mean, literally the best in the industry, Daniel Bryant, AJ Styles, CM Punk. I mean, like, the oh, best yeah. of the best of the best.
0: The who's who? Uh,
1: yeah, you know, like yeah. Uh, and they've they've all helped me in one way or another, and uh, I, so I'm real big on just yeah. paying it forward. Uh, I lo- I love you know like I, I I talk pro wrestling all day anyways. Like, yeah, it's just
0: That's your thing.
1: It, yeah. Yeah, I, love, you know, I I love pro wrestling. You know, like I said, you know, it just yeah. hey, give, give me a reason to talk about it, please. I will. And uh, so if, Lord forbid, somebody ask me, you know, you, now you messed up. Just get, <laughs> sit, sit down and get ready. We're, we're going to chat. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny because people will tell, you know, like, uh, I just did this. Uh, I, I was doing a show and one of the kids, asked me, hey, do you mind watching my match? Oh, no, please. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. And I'm real big on little things because I think little things make the big things count. Yeah. So, you know, he got to the back, you know, and said, Hey, I like this. I like this, you know, maybe this, you know, what do you think about this? And one thing would lead to another thing. And then you could do this and then back to, lead to this, which can lead to this. And, you know, I, 20 minutes later, he's like, man, I don't even really know everything you said. I just know you got so excited and you were having such a good time. Like, <laughs> I want to do everything you said. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I, I get carried away." But like, this is it's this is my yeah. passion. Yeah. I just I I love it so much, and that like, I I mean I I love you know like like I said Woods is one of my guys. Uh yeah. uh, uh, Griff Garrison, who's with AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't train him, but he's one of those guys where uh, his agent's Bill Barons, who's been my agent for years. Okay. And so Bill kind of. Hey, can you work with this guy for me? Sure, Bill. And so like I've taken Griff under my wing and you know, hey, what do you, you know, let's let's work on this. What do you think about this? What do you and you're like uh we had we had three series we had a three match series. Uh I guess this was pre-pandemic, so 2019. Yeah. Where we did, we we did cage match, ladder match, two out of three falls match. Oh wow. And, and uh, I mean, and we had—I mean, some of my favorite, some of my favorite work in recent memory. Just you know, the stuff we did. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, like our two out of three falls match. I'm the heel, and I won. I won the first fall, but by out. So yeah. like, even my win was 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 scummy. You know, like, and as a <laughs> heel, I'm always big on like, my my big thing as a heel is I don't ever want anybody to go. But like. Yeah. I want people to go, I hate Renaro. No buts. You know, just, I hate Renaro. You know, like, you know, like you, you, with the NWO, you're like, you know, I hate the NWO, but they're so cool. Yeah. You know, or, you know I hate, I hate this guy, but he's, you know, he's awesome.
0: Yeah. I
1: always, as a heel, I always try to have no redeemable qualities. I'm just the worst human being on the planet. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I try to impress that on Griff. Like, hey man, I, you know, so like two out of three falls match, I won the first fall by cat out because it's like I won, but did I really win? No, I'm a scumbag. You know, um.
0: <laughs> you know I saw a match today where I was watching uh, between you and uh, Tyson uh, Dean.
1: Okay, yeah. For
0: your championship match. And, you know, at the beginning, the, I forget the gentleman's name that was a manager or something he offered you this and you told him to get out, you know, but it's prior to the match. And then towards the end of the match, he comes back out, uh, gives you the knuckles, uh, brass knuckles and you punch, uh, Tyson in the, in the head. And uh, I mean, that was, yeah. And everybody booing you and hating you. And that was a prime example of it. Yeah. You gotta, you can't be a nice heel. You gotta be all the way or, or nothing.
1: So and especially at my size, like I know, I'm, I, I know what I don't know, if that makes sense. You know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm five, seven and a buck 82, you know, like I can't, I tell, you know, I, I'll never be the biggest guy in the locker room, right. but I can have, I can have the biggest ego. I can have the biggest attitude I can have, you know, like there, there are attributes I can have that make yeah. me bigger than what I am. Right and yeah. it's all about it's it's all about accentuating that and uh you know and and telling that story because yeah. once once you get them sucked into the story it doesn't matter your size yeah. you know they, yeah. they they have a personal invested interest and then that's true. And, and then that's when the roller coaster comes into play and that's when you start telling your story and yeah. that's where the fun is
0: yeah i agree
1: let's talk about some big card
0: event have you uh i know you're in a the Sunday you're in yeah. When Our Shadows Fall. NWA pay-per-view. Uh, looks exciting. I mean, I've been following on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, looks like you got some good things yeah. going on there. Uh, you're in a fatal four-way tag team yeah. Uh, yeah event, which should be interesting to watch with, uh, you know, four tag teams in, a, in the same ring, in and out, in and out. it should be exciting especially for the referee.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And this is the first time they've had a four team match at uh since Power started. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm very excited to to get in there and do this format. Uh yeah. you know there's a, there's a lot of talent in the, in, in this yeah. match. Uh I'm a big fan of the end uh Otis and Pero, I like Otis and uh, I knew before he kind of broke out mm-hmm. and he's just, I mean, he is, he's, he's just a solid man. He's just yeah. a big, powerful dude. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, and it's funny because we, he's, he's a Georgia boy and we, I've probably been on a hundred shows with him and I've never interacted with him at all. As wow. far as, as far as in the ring. Okay. In the ring. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm really excited about uh getting to mix it up with him because that was one of those matches where I kinda I would I would kind of push on guys like, Hey, yeah. put, let me let me work Odie. Let me work Odie. And it never it never worked out. So yeah. I think it's really cool that I finally get my match with him yeah. and it's on pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, it'll be uh, ex- exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about it. Uh but like other big shows I've been involved in. Off the top of my head, the first one is uh, Joe versus Kobashi, the Ring of Honor show. Okay, Kenta, yep. Kenta, Kenta Kobashi's coming in. He's working Samoa Joe. This is a dream match that people never thought they'd get to see. It's in the Manhattan Center where, I mean, first Raw was in Manhattan Center. I remember yeah. watching ECW TV for the Manhattan Center. That's the night Tony Mamaluke and I won the, the, the R.O.H. World Tag Team titles. So, like, I that know. will forever be one of those – just incredibly special nights to me. Yeah. And that match was, uh, like, uh, just, I mean, uh, just thinking Did, about it. Slumps? Yeah, it was, <laughs> that whole night was such an insane whirlwind of emotion. And I mean, what a crazy, crazy show. Man. I mean, just that live feel, just getting to be in that arena. When Joe and Kobashi were locking horns, and one thing that nobody will ever get to see, and I God, I wish, yeah, 2005 was a different time. Yeah. So Jamie Noble was a part of the Ring of Honor uh, roster, and I don't, I hate so much that people don't get to know the real Jamie Noble. He is the cool. He's the best. I love Jamie. I've, I love. Jamie Noble. And I mean, he's that redneck character you saw in WWE is a turned down version of the real Jamie Noble. (laughs) Both both guys are turned up on TV. Jamie. uh, And I'll never forget. I mean, I had seen Jamie do it a couple times before, but he was so fired up in the locker room. You know, Joe and Kabashi are in the ring, just beating each other to death. And Jamie's in the balcony right next to me. Get him, Joe. Get him yeah his <laughs> face off, Joe! Get him, Joe! And I'm in, I'm in the... and like right next to Jamie is like the whole Noah contingency, and they're looking at like, <laughs> what's happening? But Jamie was so excitable.
0: like he,
1: yeah. he was having the time of his life. Uh, another Jamie Noble story, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, so I was. uh I was one of the bunnies. Uh, I, did, I did a shot as Adam Rhodes' bunny. Okay. And,
0: uh,
1: yeah. And this was, you know, Jamie had been on the road for a while at this point. Yeah. And I had probably been a couple of years since I'd seen him. Yeah. And so uh, I'm going around and saying my hellos and blah, blah, blah. And I've got the bunny costume on, just no, no head. But I'm saying my hellos. And I hadn't seen Jamie all day. And in Gorilla... I see him, and you know, hey Jamie, good to see you. And he's just like, hey. And I was like, oh, ow! <laughs> that, that that cut like Jamie. We were friends, you know. I haven't say this to him because like he's kind of walking away, but I'm just like, wow, that that really hurt. That stings. Like Jamie and I used to be really, really yeah. good friends. Like this, that was upsetting. Fast forward, maybe. An hour and a half later, and I'm in catering, and the show's already on the air, and I can't remember everybody that was there, but I know the Usos were right in front of the monitor, and the cafeteria door kicks open, and Jamie go, Jay, Jamie comes hitting us, got Sauronaro, yeah, everybody, stop, stop watching the show, nobody cares, ladies and gentlemen, Sauronaro is here. Sal, when you're here, you tell me you're here. Okay, I, I said hi. He goes, No, you just said hello. You didn't say hi. And I he's, he's production. And I'm just like, oh no, please go back to watching the monitor. He's like, oh, I can't believe you're here, Sal. It's so good to see you. Of course you're the bunny. You should be the bunny forever. I'm like, hey, you, you tell the bosses that I'll be more than happy to be the bunny forever.
0: Oh, that's that's great. That's funny. Hey, but
1: but yeah, that uh, that that Kobashi Joe match was that that show was, that was uh that was something special. That was yeah. that was a, a real big night. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to it, it, on a personal level. There was the uh, the FIP Cage of Pain two that we did, uh, which hindsight being 2020, one of the worst decisions I ever made. But uh, you know, this is it, 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 FIP was was basically the Ring of Honor feeder system, okay. and at the time, Gabe uh, was grooming. It was a group of us called the YRR. It was me and Kenny King and Rhett Titus and Jason Blade, and uh, he was you know he had already told us like I'm bringing you guys in. We're going to do a lot of things with you. You know, he was really excited about it, and we had built to this big uh basically it was a it was a hardcore cage match you know where they bring weapons and all that stuff and uh you know gabe had kind of pulled me aside and said hey you're the you're the captain of this thing you know at the time Kenny was still kind of green Rhett Titus was probably a year in the business uh you know he Gabe yeah. and gabe, gabe was kind of like hey this is this is your make or break like you know you can you can turn a lot of heads tonight I said well I'm gonna make it so you yeah. uh, uh, let's go, you know. And so, cage match. I'd never gotten colored before. I said, "I'm, I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to, you know, I'll get, I'll get, I'll, I'll, get, I'll bleed a little bit." And uh, the big payoff, the big, the big payoff to the whole thing was all the baby faces get in because it was war game style. Yeah. Finally, all the baby faces get in. They start getting up on us. Heels cut them off. We all start climbing up heels heels all get hit with one light tube i said i hate this idea but <laughs> okay let's go let's go and so for whatever reason in my brain i said well if i'm going to be the captain of this thing i'm going to dress like a captain so i went in trunks no shirt it just 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 my trunks so let's go let's let's do this the right way you know like yeah. i don't care uh and so, I mean, first guy, me and the first guy get in. I, of course I start the thing. Wrestle for like eight seconds. I'm bleeding. <laughs> Never done it before. And the guy was like, man, that's that's good color. I was like, oh, thank you. That's, that's cool. Second heel comes in. We're beating up the baby face. Second baby face comes in. I'm working over one baby face and I hear, Poof. what was that? Before I have a chance to have a second thought, light tube across my back. Say, said, well, no, 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 no. This is, this is supposed to be the finish. A <laughs> I mean, my, my, my face didn't matter. My, and of course, I'm in trunks, and I'm still bumping. Like, I'm taking backdrops drops in shattered. And I'm not a hardcore guy. I'm not a tough guy. I've never claimed to be a hardcore guy. I'm not that guy. Never. This is the only time this is ever like I'm not that guy.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: My back looked like a massacre. I mean, it Uh, was just, it was just. uh, But I got to the back, and Gabe was like, you know, oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Like, thank you so much. You you went above and beyond. And of (laughs) course, two weeks later, he gets fired. So we never get our run in Ring of Honor. Oh (laughs) no. What's a boy to do? At the time, it was a big deal. Oh, wow. At the time, I thought I had made it. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you, in my eyes, you've made it. Uh, promotion-wise, I know you're in the NWA now. Besides the NWA, what was your favorite or most rewarding place to work at? Besides uh, the NWA. See,
1: yeah. So there's, there's a couple, actually. Uh, okay. And it's just as I matured. So, like, Getting to break in with NWA Wildside when I did was Mm -hmm. so, like, I just look back on that time. I mean, I'm 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was so funny because, like I said, so there's this whole WCW group. You know, I mean, there's just all these guys from WCW. Then right underneath that, you have these guys that you know, like, oh, yeah, they're they're, they're next in line. You know, had WCW not gone out of business, all these guys would be, uh, you you would have known of them in one way or another. And most of them, and some of them you still did, like your AJs uh, and and your Abysses. I mean, like, it was just such a great roster. But then underneath, I mean, there was a group of seven, six, seven, eight guys all around my age mm-hmm. that were just, you know, waiting in the wings just, uh, yeah, it's, and it's a trickle down effect, you know, with the guys on top we're sharing with the guys underneath them, the guys underneath are sharing, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a matter of time before you pick up. And, I mean, I, I learned so much in, in with wild sign. I, I just, I, I look back on those days with such fondness and such joy I mean is, uh I've still got a few friends that I still talk to daily from that from that crew that just that's, I mean we awesome. you know I mean we we, we I mean and it's funny because like I'm really the only one that's still wrestling yeah. but we still we're still in touch and you know we, we just learned so much we all grew we all grew together uh yeah. and then moving forward uh the Ring of Honor locker room. I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I, I definitely, you know, like, this, it was the summer of punk transitioning into Daniel Bryan's big run. So, like, I mean, th- that roster was, so, I mean, it is so, yeah. st- I mean, just ridiculously stacked. I mean, just yeah. name after name, after name, after name, after name, and Salonaro. You know, like, and it was one uh, of those things where, like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, don't tell them I'm not supposed to be here, but I know I'm not supposed to be here. Like, just, yeah, we just look around the locker room in amazement sometimes, yeah. you know. And like, for whatever reason, Brian took a liking to me, and like, uh, Brian's another one of those guys. Like, he wrote, he he mentions me in his book. Mm-hmm. Like, that's surreal. Yeah. To me. But, like, I am mean, i mean, like, he, like, I consider Brian, and this is not a knock on anybody, and I have to explain this to people all the time. I think Brian Danielson's the best wrestler of his generation. I just think he is. I just, I, yeah. uh, he, there's, he checks every box for me. I mean, he, he's just the best. And again, not a knock on anybody. There's right. a lot of great pro wrestlers. Uh, they, uh, again, I'm friends with AJ. Mm -hmm. AJ's pretty dang good at pro wrestling too. I'm friends with Seth Rollins. I like uh, Joe, uh, Daniels. I mean, there's a lot of great pro wrestlers. I, just for my opinion, this is, I think Brian's the best and I'm in his book. Doesn't make sense. Unreal. Unreal to me. And I, (laughs) but like, I, and for whatever reason, he just, you know, Brian took a liking to me and he took me under his wing and so, getting to spend that time in the ring of honor locker, I mean, just, if you couldn't be good there, if you couldn't pick up stuff there that you didn't belong in pro wrestling. Cause I mean, yeah. it was just a night after night after night of just like, Oh wow. Oh, Oh, you're Oh, Oh, you too. You know, Roderick, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, Jay lethal, uh, homicide, low key. I mean, and like one of the things that always got me over with Gabe, is Gabe always knew where I was because if I wasn't calling my match, I was at the curtain watching show. Yeah, Because like, guys, don't tell anybody, but I'm getting paid to do this. Like, I was going to watch these anyways. Like, when these DVDs came out, I was going to watch these matches. When yeah. you're going to pay me to be here to watch this? Yeah, I accept. Please, thank right. you very much.
0: <laughs> that's great
1: uh, yeah so, that, so that's you know that, that the, the ring of honor locker room just yeah uh, uh unreal unreal yeah.
0: well i know what you're doing now is there any other projects you're working on or any other i know you're in the nwa is there anything else that you're some independent shows maybe or things yeah
1: like that? so i i i i, I picked up a lot of work locally here in Georgia. I do quite a few shows. Uh, okay. There's a, there's a, a promotion called Southern fried wrestling that uh, yeah. I, I do a lot of their stuff. Uh, I, I actually just finished my run at anarchy wrestling, which is the same building as the Wildside building. And uh, wow. just uh, every time I walk there, there's a lot of memories and for whatever reason, I, cause I'm silly, I guess I just, I'm insane. Uh, A couple, uh, I'd say back in February, I don't know why, but I was just like, man, I would love to hear the Cornelia Georgia audience sing the song, No Scrubs. Why? I have no idea. I just thought, man, this would be hilarious. So uh, I kind of ran it by the guys in charge and said, hey, like, I just got this idea. There's like, there's a heel there that was, you know, he's, he's on the cusp of, of that next step. So let me work with him. Let me, let me just see, you know, if this works. It works. If it doesn't, it's on me, you know, like I'll, I'll be, I'll be happy to take that blame. Uh, But I think, I think it's going to elevate him to the next level and it's going to self satisfy me by getting, this crowd to sing no scrubs. Why? I, again, why, why, why would I want a TLC song from 1999 to be sung in 2021 at a pro wrestling show? I don't know. I've probably been hit my head too many times, but uh, (laughs) we, uh, we, uh, what month is it now? May. So in April we had our big blow off and uh, the whole, the whole thing was I started calling him a scrub. And I was like, I don't care what the rest of your verbiage is in your promos. I just need you to say, I'm not a scrub. I'm no scrub. I'm no scrub. That's all I need from you. The rest of it is yours. Have fun with it. Make fun of me. Whatever, whatever, whatever. (laughs) I just need you to definitely insist that you're not a scrub. said, okay, I'll do it. And so uh, finally we got to the match and, uh, you know, couple shenanigans, blah, blah, blah. He goes to leave. And right as he gets to the curtain, no scrubs hits. And, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, this thing was, it's all dependent on him. The bigger he sells it, the more they're going to react. Yeah, And it hits and he, oh, no, no. And the whole crowd is singing this song with me. And the referee had to sit down because he was in tears. He was yeah. just like, I cannot believe this is happening. I was like, this <laughs> is the magic of pro wrestling. This, right? It is like, that's taking these people. on." I mean, it's, if it was a main event match and it was a blood feud or whatever, this yeah. would not be something I did. But it's an under, it would be a third car, match on the card. Uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm a fun character. Yeah. You know, this is just, you know, he's going over. The whole yeah. the whole purpose was to get this guy over in the end, anyways, which it worked. You know, he comes in the ring, blah blah blah. He he cheats, he wins, insane heat because we gave him. I, I I gave him this 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 huge moment where they all got to sing along and they were happy, and he pulled the rug out from underneath them. So now he's the bad guy, which is that's the whole goal: make them make them have fun, and then he's the jerk that takes their fun away, and just. <laughs> In that moment, you know, I'm, I'm standing in the ring and there's no scrubs and I'm just like, I can't believe this words, but it was only in pro wrestling, you know, like yeah, uh, LeBron James couldn't, couldn't shoot a three and get the people in Seattle or whatever to say no straight. That's the stuff that I love about pro wrestling is yeah. it's a blank canvas it's the story it's telling the story the best way that you know how and trying to yeah. tell it in a different way i mean anybody can tie up and do a, a wrist lock and a hammer lock yeah. why do i care well let's find a way yeah. you know and that's yeah. that's the magic of all of it and that that's and that that was so uh but like i said i I was I was I was gonna go back after that, but I said I think I need to cool. I, I'm gonna take some time away from Anarchy just because yeah. it's not gonna get better for me. Go out on top. Yeah. If it was the territory days, I'd be going to Calgary or something. Just <laughs> yeah, <you> know, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so uh, that I, I'm doing. Uh, uh, I, I I got my toes in the water. A couple other places I'm I'm working on. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm, I'm staying active, staying busy, but, you know, uh, definitely uh, NWA is my is my bread and butter right now, uh, yes. which is beyond awesome to me. I just, uh, that, I, I can't wait. So they just announced today we're going to have limited seating. Oh, there okay. So, so we'll have, we'll get to have fans back. And it's, I guess now is as good of a time to tell the story as ever. So when they announced NWA is going to be in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I I reached out to Bill Barron's who, who's my agent. I knew he'd be involved. I said, Hey Bill, I'm available. He said, well, I'll let you know. I said, okay, time goes on. I didn't hear anything. The first set of tapings were on a Monday. Mm-hmm. He calls me the Friday before. Hey, can you be, can you be at GPB studios on Monday? Absolutely. Yeah uh so i didn't know what to expect uh went up there by myself and i kid you not i walked the first time i stepped foot in that studio i mean i i walked out of 2019 and into 1985 i mean it's just like <laughs> yeah it, i was just like oh like just like it was a real like oh wow and of course, as this is happening, as I'm looking around, just absorbing this, Ricky and Robert walk by. <laughs> of course, of course the Rock and Roll Express are walking by. Well, I'm in 1985. Why would the Rock and Roll Express be walking by? <laughs> I, this is one of those things where it's just like, that, and, and I definitely give the people at the studio all the credit for, Billy Corgan's the first one to say, hey, I want to do something with you. But I don't think he would have done it had the people in the studio not reacted to me. And I, I can't pinpoint it. I don't know why. I don't know how. The people in the studio, in that audience, connected with me. And yeah. uh, <laughs> like I say, I mean, if you look at the first group of people, people that were on the first group of power and the people that are still there. I mean, it's not, there's not a lot. I mean, it's just, and somehow X of X and Y fame is now like in a pretty predominant position. Like at the last set of tapings, we filmed eight shows. I was on seven of them like that. Yeah. You know, like not bad for X. You know, oh. uh, and I'm so like, uh we 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 go back to we go back Saturday, pay per view on Sunday, and tapings on Monday.
0: Oh wow, you're gonna be busy,
1: and people are gonna be there, and I'm just like, uh, ah, yeah. this week cannot go quick enough. That's awesome.
0: That is Oops. great. Well, uh, I, I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that things are working for you and. Um, We'll close it out from here. I want to thank you again, Sal, for taking the time out of your schedule. I know you got a busy weekend. And, again, this weekend, uh, When Our Shadows Fall, NWA pay-per-view on Fight TV. I know it starts uh, in the central time zone at 3 o'clock, according to yes. what I saw. So uh, if you're going to get it, get it according to your time zone. And, Sal, thank you again coming on taking the time absolutely and thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next time thank you